0: It's a, it's a blessing to be able to, to come and be with you and, and glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ together. If anybody forgot, today is our, uh, our Christmas program. So thank you each and everyone for coming here. Um, I hope we're able to have a good time glorifying Jesus Christ together as a body. Um, and this is for Him. Right. This is not for necessarily... We're here to enjoy this. But first and foremost, we're here to enjoy Jesus Christ, our Savior. If we can't find joy in eternal salvation, what, what other greater joy is there? A hope of eternal life that was initiated before the foundations of the earth. And Jesus was manifested in the flesh In a manger, kind of like this right here. I don't know what exactly Jesus' manger looked like, but we have one here representing Jesus' birth. And then we have behind the manger a cross representing the will of God. Why in the world Jesus came in the first place? Because He just wanted to hang out with us humans for a little while? No, there was a will. There was a reason Jesus came in the flesh. And that's the, he was born under the shadow. I mean, there's not really a shadow being cast on the manger, but in the shadow of the cross. That's the reason he came. And we are here today to celebrate together the birth of Jesus, where he took on flesh. The one, the God whom we worship in spirit and in truth, came and was a baby. We have a baby in our congregation, in the nursery, I think, right now. (laughs) Jesus looked like that one time isn't that crazy to think about god the son looked a little bit like sammy that's interesting to me that god did that because he loves you he has a will for you he had a will when he came here he wasn't coming to just be with us for a little while before going back to heaven to kind of experience what it's like to be a human being. No, there was a reason that was far beyond that. And I hope that today, while the program commences, that we'll be able to see that together. We'll worship Jesus together. Our eyes will be on Him. Our eyes will not be on ourselves, on the skills of the performers, but we will use these things to glorify our Father in heaven and His Son, Jesus Christ, who He sent. So... um, not too many announcements to give before we get into this, but we do have our, um, the nursing home service after uh, the afternoon service. Please stick around for uh, refreshments um, after the service this morning. There will be a brief afternoon service as well. I'd invite you all to stay for that. We'll sing some, some Christmas songs together. I'll have a short challenge, uh, but then we'll be dismissed after that. I'd like, you, I'd like to invite you all to stay for that. Uh, we'll have a good time of fellowship together. And if you are looking forward to giving in the offering, we'll do that towards the end of the morning service. So please hold on, hold on um, until the, uh, the end of the service. But I want to invite every single one of you, put your eyes to heaven today. Um, to Jesus Christ, our Savior. He's the only one really worth looking at. You know, sometimes it's annoying that this stage is high and lifted up. Like, the people are the ones that we should be looking at but we look to Jesus he's the only one worth exalting worth magnifying so we're going to do that today we're going to magnify him every word that is spoken is to magnify our Lord Jesus Christ to give us a picture of this Lord that we serve so without further ado I'd like to commence the initiate the service if somebody could if Brother Doug, if you could turn the lights down in the back. Then the children can come forward and start the service for us.
1: Thank you.
2: The Tale of Three Trees. (coughs) Once upon a mountaintop, three little trees stood and dreamed of what they wanted to become when they grew up. The first little tree looked up at the stars, twinkling like diamonds above him. I want to hold treasure, he said. I want to be covered with gold and filled with precious stones. I will be the most beautiful treasure chest in the world. The second tree, The second tree looked out at the small stream trickling by on its way to the ocean. I want to be a strong sailing ship, he said. I want to travel mighty waters and carry powerful kings. I want to be the strongest ship in the world. The third little tree looked down into the valley below where busy men and busy women worked in a busy town. I don't want to leave this mountaintop at all, she said. I want to grow so tall that when people look at me, they stop and raise their eyes to heaven and think of God. I will be the tallest tree in the whole world. Years passed. The rains came and the sun shone and the little trees grew tall. But one day, three woodcutters climbed to the mountaintop. The first woodcutter looked at the first tree and said,
3: This tree is beautiful.
2: It's perfect for me. And with a swoop of his shining axe, the first tree fell. Now I shall be made into a beautiful chest, thought the first tree. I shall hold wonderful treasure the second woodcutter looked at the second tree and said this tree is strong it's perfect for me and with a swoop of his shining axe the second tree fell now i shall sail mighty waters thought the second tree i shall be a strong ship fit for kings the third tree felt her heart sink when the last woodcutter looked her way She stood straight and tall and pointed bravely to heaven. But the woodcutter never even looked up.
3: Any kind of tree will do for me, he
2: muttered. And with a swoop of his shining axe, the third tree fell. The first tree rejoiced when the woodcutter brought him into a carpenter's shop. But the busy carpenter was not thinking about treasure chests. Instead, his work hands fashioned the tree into a feed box for animals. The once beautiful tree was not covered with gold or filled with treasure. He was coated with sawdust and filled with hay for hungry animals. The second tree smiled when the woodcutter took him to a shipyard but no mighty sailing ships were being made that day. Instead, the once strong tree was hammered and sawn into a simple fishing boat. Too small and too weak to sail an ocean or even a river, it was taken to a little lake. And every day he brought in loads of dead, smelly fish. The third tree was very confused when the woodcutter cut her into strong beams and left her in the lumber yard. What happened? The once tall tree wondered. All I ever wanted to do was stay on the mountaintop and point to God. Many, many days and nights passed. The trees nearly forgot their dreams. But one night, golden starlight poured over the first tree as a young woman placed her newborn baby in the feed box. I wish I could make a cradle for him, her husband whispered. The mother squeezed his hand and smiled as the starlight shone on the smooth and sturdy wood. This manger is beautiful, she said. And suddenly, the first tree knew he was holding the greatest treasure in the world. What's that treasure? Jesus. Jesus. yes. Well, one evening, a tired traveler and his friends crowded into an old fishing boat, and then the traveler fell asleep as the second tree quietly sailed out onto the lake. Soon a thundering and crashing storm came, and the little tree shuddered. He knew he did not have the strength to carry so many passengers safely through the wind and rain. The tired man awakened. He stood up and stretched out his hand and said, Do you know what he said? Peace. 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 And the storm stopped as quickly as it had begun. And suddenly, the second tree knew he was carrying the king of heaven and earth. Well, one Friday morning, the third tree was startled when her beams were yanked from the forgotten woodpile. She flinched as she carried, she was carried through an angry, jeering crowd. She shuddered when soldiers nailed a man's hands to her. She felt so ugly and harsh and cruel. Do you know who thats But on Sunday morning, When the sun rose and the earth trembled with joy beneath her, the third tree knew that God's love had changed everything. He made the first tree beautiful. He made the second tree strong. And every time people thought of the third tree, they would think of God. And that was better than being the tallest tree in the world.
0: The story that was just read is a story about three trees. But really, it's a story about Jesus. It's a story about God's plan of peace and goodwill to all people. The story followed the ambitions of three different trees. The first wanted to be beautiful. The second wanted to be powerful and glorious. And the third had a more noble aspiration. He wanted to point people to Jesus. Each tree had an idea of what their future looked like. And God did give them what they wanted, just not in the way that they were hoping. In a similar way, before Christ was born, the world was looking for a Savior who would make all things right. The world looked for a great king on a mighty steed, wielding a sword and great authority. But what the world got was a baby in a manger, born to a humble carpenter and his young wife. The world looked for a powerful zealot. Who would overthrow the corrupt government and establish an era of wealth, prosperity, and power. But the Messiah that they received never made much of himself and was killed by his own people. Even today, we are still looking for things that come from God like peace, stability, joy, goodwill. We want peace and stability, and we think we'll find it in money, power, prosperity, and relative ease. And God sent us peace and stability in the form of Christ's sufferings and faith in the unknown and the unseen. We want joy and we think that it's found in the form of activities, excitement, entertainment, friends and family. But God gave it to us in the form of a Nazarene who emptied himself of all of life's delicacies and fasted rather than feasted. We want goodwill and think we will see it in an ambitious humanitarian, a generous philanthropist, or a political activist. But God sent it to us through one who laid down his life in bloody slumber for those who considered him their enemy. Our desires are not always wrong. In fact, they are very much God-given. He gave them to us so that we could be drawn to Jesus. But we must be ready to see Him in the places that make little sense. Isaiah 55 says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? and your labor for that which is not satisfied. Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, and come to me. Hear, that your soul may live. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts.
4: Yet, we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted.
5: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among
4: us. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him.
5: In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to his own town to register.
4: Oh, we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned everyone to his own way.
5: <laughs> so Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of and lineage of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child.
4: The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all.
5: While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn.
4: He poured out his soul unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors.
5: Unto us a child is born.
4: But he was wounded for our transgressions.
5: Unto us a son is given. He was
4: bruised for our iniquities.
5: The people walking in darkness have seen a great light.
4: The chastisement of our peace was upon him.
5: On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned.
4: And by his stripes
5: we are healed. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us.
4: Because word is for our inequities. He was wounded.
5: And he arose uh, from the dead. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: Mmm.
3: Occupied by the nation of Rome. The nation was Israel, the town was Bethlehem, and the baby's name was Jesus. Over 2,000 years later, people all over the world still celebrate his birth. But why? The Bible tells us that Jesus was not an ordinary baby. In fact, this baby was the God of the universe, clothed in human flesh. That's right. Jesus is actually God in human flesh, who came to this earth because mankind had been separated from him by their sin. Mm -hmm. Jesus became a man so that he could reunite mankind with God. We all know that we are not perfect, but did you know that one day we will all stand before a righteous God and give an account for our lives? In that moment, we will either be sentenced to heaven or to hell. Today, we can be sure that we are going to heaven because of what Jesus Christ did for us.
6: Jesus Christ paid the penalty for our sins by dying on the cross. Three days later, he rose from the dead, proving that he is God. He now offers free access into heaven to all who trust in him and believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. That's why he came, and that's why we now celebrate his birth at Christmas, Because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christmas is all about Jesus Christ. He came to this earth, was born, lived, and died in order to make a way for you to get to heaven. If you'll admit your need for him and ask him to give you eternal life, you can be sure of heaven today. You can pray in words like these. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I know that you are God and that you died to pay for my sins. I believe that you rose from the dead proving you are God. Right now, in the best way I know how, I ask you to be my Lord, my Savior, and my God. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Help me now to live for you. Amen.
0: I'd like to invite you all to stand and turn to number 145 in your hymnal. Sing praise to our Lord together. Who is he in yonder stall? Mm-hmm. We're just going to have one. Like okay. To pray? No. okay. <laughs> the
5: Father, we thank you for this time. We're thankful for the salvation that you provided and the celebration of your birth. <clears throat> Knowing and looking forward to the cross. We ask your blessing now upon this offering as we uh, take it at this point. And we ask that you would bless it. Bless each one that is given as well as the gift and use it for your honor and your glory. In
1: Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Again for coming, I hope that was a blessing to each one of you. Thank you for each one of you who participated. I know it was, um, it was uh, some, some, for some of us it's nerve-wracking to get up in front of people, but you did it. I think you all did a great job. But we glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, thank you for everybody who participated in that. Um, and I want to remind you all, please fellowship with us over some some delicious food over the next um, half hour, hour or so. Um, And we will rejoin after that to sing together, worship, and praise to our Lord for His birth. Um, But uh, I want to pray real quick to bless the food, to bless our fellowship together, um, and then we will be dismissed to that. Lord, I thank You for today. I thank You for what You did a couple thousand years ago, for humbling Yourself, doing what You did not need to do, doing what you were not obligated to do. It is true that, like you say, greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for our friends. And we can thank you that you call us your friends. Chosen and beloved before the foundations of the earth were laid, you knew what was going to happen. You knew of this incarnation that you would have. And I thank you, Jesus, that we are on your mind. we have always been on your mind, that we have always been loved by you. I pray, Lord, that we would not ignore you, that we would not live out our lives as though you never came and did what you did, but that we would live with hope of eternal life, that we would lay aside our vain ambitions and serve the living Christ. Lord, forgive us for not taking seriously the manger and the cross. Forgive us for focusing so much on our lives rather than the life that Jesus lived here on this earth. Thank You. And I pray that You would give us a heart of praise a heart of gratefulness for what you have done so many years ago and for living today, interceding on our behalf before the Father. Bless the food that we're about to partake in. I pray that we would partake in brotherly love, neighborly love, that we would express the beauty of the love of Jesus Christ together as we fellowship. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed.